everyone. This is Lisa Ann, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences, past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on Sirius XM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app and Apple Podcasts. It's time. The most listened to show on SiriusXM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. Morning after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific. And welcome to Mike Baptist Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz non-existent, the show critically crapped on the show that will be the reason when I'm eventually fired. It will be because of Morning After. And now you're guzzling down the programming all week long. You're a little hungover on this early morning, but I got the perfect cure for you. It's not more a cowbell. It's a more a clips. Clip a palooza. Let's go with my boys. More clips. Say it with me now. How many other noises can we make? Eddie Erickson, as always, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. For now, you never know. For now. You, you never for know. Now. Looks like you'll make it through the year. And then well, we'll the see. week. For now. And then, of course, Alex Harden, for producer now. of Nightcap, which is always, you know, a lot of buzz on the channel for that program, um, <laughs> hosted by wow. the guys. And Jared Moore, producer of Morning After, his one and only title. And perhaps a buddy now of JT the Brick. I'm not sure. Does JT the Brick like you, Jared? What do you like more, you or Alex Hardy? He definitely likes Alex Hardy more. Alex, don't take this as a huge victory. You're winning by default clearly you know jared moore i mean obviously he's gonna lose in a battle versus anyone hey every loser yeah. has his day i'm gonna take this one in stride not a lot to celebrate for me so far this year wow yeah, <laughs> well, this, this has been uplifting all right Alex, Alex, clips. Alex already always in a good mood always, always in a good place but we love you like a son steve we love you like a son and we start like always with mad dog chris russo on mad dog unleashed of course the world series is all done so the mad dog was into it and of course he's our baseball guy so we go to him first obviously the rays lost to the los angeles dodgers and i say it that way on purpose because the rays basically tanked the world series by taking out blake snell in that sixth inning of a game in which he was cruising cruising and everybody knows it you don't have to be a everybody baseball, knew everybody it. right you don't have to be a baseball genius <laughs> and have the high a uh, baseball acumen to know that kevin cash blew it now let's hear doggy let's see if he takes a different approach or if he just goes to the flow because it was that bad i think we're all going to agree this manager it's hard to believe and i understand uh you know he's getting his information from the kid 
kids who run the Schwinn bikes from Eckerd College with their <laughs> hair wins? wash with Schwinn? the Eckerd Titan Schwinn? or Tritons, they're called, running huh? into the trap and, you know, press all the data on their little computer and then run it to the front office who runs it down to cash, you know, third time cash. to the order. This is how we do our lineup, all this nonsense. Cash? And cash is, you know, dumbstruck on what he should do. Cash. And his decision last night to take Snell out of that game was as bad a decision as I have seen in postseason play in an incredibly long time. It's amazing to me how you treat Game 6 of the World Series like it's Game 23 of a 162-game schedule. Here's a guy, Snell, who's thrown 70-something pitches, who has been unhittable for five and a third, and this idiot, Cash, decides <laughs> Cash. that he's going to run to the mound and bring Nick Anderson in the game because he's so worried about Mookie Betts. Analytics took over, but the well, idea yeah. that this idiot decided to come into the board, <laughs> to come out and take Snell out of the game Gee. is a complete disgrace to what guess. you see with your own eyeballs. Everybody in America knew the there eyeballs. was no reason to take the pitch out of this eyeball. game. None. Cash, Zero. Except one. And that guy ruined the game. I cannot believe this dope took And I like Cash. I mean, he's got a good job. I like him. Job. I, I like you threw that in a minute and later. Such a, a, yeah. and it's like mind-boggling. It. Nonsense. <laughs> watch the game with your eyes. You watch the game. Oh, what nonsense. Was, you what? You Leave what? him in. Let's figure it out right now. We'll play the game. What was Dog going to say? Uh. You imbecile! I think he was. I think he was going to go with imbecile. So I don't know why you take that back. Oh, I think Dog was going to say you effer. You piece of. Oh, I got it back. Excuse my French there while I sneeze. He doesn't use a lot of profanity even in his normal speech. So I'll say no f word. I would say you dope. Just... You don't take back dope. Dope you let fly. You. Uh, I can't say it, and I got to bring it on back. Oh, so it's got to be worse I don't than dope. I want to think then. Oh, then don't. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't I won't speculate. Well, he was all fired up. What Cash uh, did was just Cash. wrong. And you, you know with your own eyeballs. But uh, I'm, but Kevin Cash won't be appearing on Mad Dog Unleashed anytime soon. So yet another guest, Eddie Yeah, Erickson, you, wonder you, why, you wonder why I have trouble booking guests. It's comforting. It's not you, Eddie. No, it's not comforting. Trust me. <laughs> any, 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 any interesting guests today? No, Steve. I don't have anybody. Okay. So that happens, and that happens often with the, uh, uh, who are we going to going to have no. on today, huh? <laughs> Who are we having on today? Uh, I like the dog referenced Eckerd College. Number one, have you heard of Eckerd College? Number two, do you have any idea where it is? Well, I'll tell no, you. No, it's, it's in St. Petersburg, Florida. He's very, he's good like that, right? He's not going to give you a college somewhere away. He gives you Eckerd College in the beginning. Where I, their <laughs> analytics guys are coming from. Eckerd <laughs> College. So they gave a college to the guy who was in that cigarette movie? Peter yes, Eckerd. Good pull. Good, good job. Pull. Peter Eck. I thought his name was Adam. <laughs> I thought it was Aaron. I think it it's is Aaron. Aaron. It's Aaron. <laughs> How many? I think it's. I think it's Eckhart. Oh, Peter, Aaron, Adam, Eckhart. All right, so that's uh, so you got nothing. So right, they good. named the college after him, and then also, what about the bicycles? What was the bicycles thing at the beginning with the Schwinn bike? Schwinn bike. Bikes. The Schwinn bike. <laughs> now what are dogs those? Obs dogs obsessed. You know what a Schwinn bike is, don't no. you? The Schwinn bike was a big bike. Of course, dog would reference something from the past. Always better from right. the seventies and the eighties. Schwinn was a big bike company, and uh, he sees the analytics guy on a 10 speed with his Birkenstocks on his hair slicked back to the side and he, <laughs> and he shows up at work he's not going to hurt the atmosphere with that nasty fuel so he rides a bike and uh, he shows up with the analytics printed out nicely in the binder wow, okay. and he hands, it to, he hands it to he hands it to cash <laughs> that's it Mike, yeah. you, you, you hate the binder I 
heard you say that. I hate the binder. I'm not a big binder guy. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I didn't even like it growing up in school. I hated that three-hole punch deal with the big circles. <laughs> the and three the ring. Bind, the three-ring binder. We all the had rings it. would always get out of place. Oh, it was would horrible. You, would, You'd have you to try to line trap, it up. A trapper keeper guy? Then what was that? That was the binder that would have extra pockets? Was, no, it was the expensive binder. Oh, it, then, yes. it was the one we could never get. Yeah, no, then that, the no. Never had the Velcro deal. I had Velcro sneakers for the longest time into high well, school. You know how much I was made fun of for wearing Velcro sneakers into the ninth grade? The only Ma. thing they could make fun of you for. Oh, that was wow. it. No I got to learn why. how to tie shoes, Ma. No wonder I was being beaten up by all yeah, these no guys. One, no wonder why Figueroa hated you. Uh, you know, Eddie brings that guy up. Don't bring that guy up. I, I made a big mistake a long time ago to tell Eddie the high school bully's real name. He brings him up all the time. This Kyle Figueroa. Oh, I think he hit me over the head with a binder. Now everybody was going crazy against Kevin Cash, but I wonder where they got that from. Probably from the first show that's on the channel. Morning Men with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchick. The baseball show, by the way. We know oh, more really? baseball than everybody else. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. I think even we got this one right. Listen to this. <laughs> Here's where Kevin Cash really contradicts himself. If the numbers tell you that this guy is awful in the sixth inning or can't get out of the sixth inning, why'd you put him in in the sixth inning in the first place? Now, I'm not advocating taking him out after five, but if you're solely going to only go based on numbers... Well, then wouldn't the numbers indicate he shouldn't actually pitch the sixth inning? And if you are going to put him in, at that point, don't you then go based on feel? But this is how they got here. This is everything they did to get to this point was this. Like the gut feeling of, holy crap, like I think I'm witnessing one of the great pitching performances ever does not matter to them. That's not how they operate at all. So yeah, but it has to. I mean, it's I horrible. I understand. <laughs> I agree with you because you and I grew up Good the same way. Good take, Mike. Mike. Thank you. You and I grew up the same way with this stuff. Yeah. And like, <laughs> Some people would say the game's better now. The problem is the game now, less people are watching, less people are interested in it. It's harder to relate to. It's easier to go to the, the park, the backyard, a playground, whatever it is, and play baseball than it is to figure out the brilliant math problems that all these people that are running the sport are figuring out. Like, I can't relate to that. It's too difficult for me to understand all of this. But this is the sport and this is how the Rays got here. But this game is not the same. And so just because you got here one way and you want to treat this game the exact same way as you do a regular season game, that's absurdity. You got to have some feel. Or absurd. And so that's terrible. This, not about, this is the World Series. <laughs> this is game six. And when the guy is rolling out there, you got to take your head out of the stupid binder Boom. and realize, oh, all right, go. this is different. This is not just a regular season game. And I get it. All these numbers speak to this. There's proof that this stuff works over a long form regular season but in this game when this guy's flying and the proof's in the pudding the Dodgers were so excited and happy that he was out and then the Dodgers won the game when have you ever found proof in pudding I always want to know that that's saying the proof is in the pudding that is what? great I don't know and what are we looking for what is it that proves that it's pudding that it's extra milky that it's chocolatey and where do we find it in the middle Eddie that is a brilliant point why did that saying exist Alex Hardy you're from Britain and they use the old language there the Britain. old uh, aren't you a Brit Alex are you sure? Cheerio. See, from across the pond. They have pudding in England, but it's actually bread. Now here, the pudding is Swiss Miss. With the chocolate, then the vanilla in the middle, then the chocolate at the bottom, which always bothered me. Why don't you have two layers of vanilla? You cannot find it where it's two layers of vanilla. Vanilla's terrible, that's why. Yeah, nobody wants that. Shame on you. <laughs> Jared, instead of talking, is actually eating pudding right now, so he has no comments. <laughs> He's actually snacking. The real proof in the pudding story really takes place around nine years ago or so when my girlfriend, who was going to be my ex-girlfriend until she told me she was pregnant, actually gave birth to my first son.
son, and in the hospital, after she gave birth, I grabbed one of the free puddings from the hospital fridge, and I put a ring inside the pudding, and I got a spoonful of pudding, and I said, you want some pudding? Here. And then said, will you marry me? With the ring in the pudding. And my wife said, now you're going to need to get me another pudding. That was awesome. Now the nation yearns. The nation burns. Bag of cash. Let's find out if Adam Shine couldn't sleep because of Kevin Cash's decision to take out Blake Snell. Shine at sports weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon. I wonder if he goes over the top with enthusiasm. <laughs> hmm. And let me tell you something. Uh-huh. What oh Kevin Cash did last night oh for no. the Tampa race, boy. he deserves his own floats at the parade no. when the Dodgers There's celebrate. There's no parade. They it's should a build a statue for yeah. Kevin Cash COVID. outside the stadium. My <laughs> goodness. That was an all-time boneheaded first guest. Can't make it up. Are you a double agent? What the hell was that kind of move? Wow. That's that what that was. Blake Snell was dominant. He was untouchable. Uh-oh. He untouchable. was on fire. And, and by the way, okay, you great. know, when I great. thought cool, he was cool, going to cool. be dominant, a high scoring game, I thought fire. that Blake Snell would go four or five and they'd work him and he'd throw a lot of pitches. You know, Blake Snell's a hell of a pitcher. You know, hasn't always been like in this specific postseason, but he's a hell of he's got a Cy Young. I mean, the guy is a great pitcher who was having, on the eyeball test, a great More eyeballs. He was on fire. (laughs) He was owning the Dodgers. He was cruising. And Kevin Cash says, that's it? Get him out. That's it? I mean, that's one of the worst decisions by a manager in real time I've ever seen. As opposed to a fake time. So, I mean, (laughs) so it's not as bad if you watch the game on tape. You watched it a few days later. Well, that's not that bad, but in real time. It plays much better on tape. Oh, my God. No, I've been watching the World Series Game 6 over and over again. I can't get enough. I can't sleep. I can't eat. But there was Adam Shine, who really didn't go into his usual three there. I mean, he was a little off. But Shine, Morning Men, Mad Dog, Chris Russo, Mad Dog, and Leach all agreed. Is there anything else that we would all agree on? That's the question. We got Shine, we got Evan, and we got Mad Dog in a room. And they're all starving. Only order from one place and eat one thing. What's it going to be? Pizza. That's yep. it. That's it. That's the great it. equalizer. Now, what about chicken parm? Does Mando Chris Russo eat the chicken parm? I would think he would, but I've never seen him eat chicken parm. No, no, he would. That's for you. When that's it, for you guys. That's for you and yeah, your that's suppers. For us. That's for us with our jowls. Yes. Hanging out. <laughs> when, he goes, when he goes out, I always, he always gets a fish dish of some sort. Uh, tell me about the fish. Is it wild caught or is it frozen? <laughs> is your belly happy? Is your belly happy today? Is Billy's belly happy? What would Billy like for supper? It's 1130, dog. What would Billy like for supper? No, in the morning. Uh, it's pepperoni in the pie. Morning. And a pepperoni pie. Brings everybody together. Now, alcohol is a great one for that, too. Now, before we play this Pat McAfee cut from the Pat McAfee <laughs> show on Mad Dog Sports Radio. <laughs> you guys have to hear Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, after the Dodgers won the World Series, perhaps had one too many cocktail pleas. Listen to Rob Manfred postgame awarding the MVP to Corey Seager of the Dodgers, courtesy of Fox. Corey, you thrilled our fans throughout the postseason with a great performance. 
You led the Dodgers to a World Series victory, and it's my pleasure to recognize your great play with the Willie Mays Most Valuable Player Award presented wow. by Chevrolet. Well, there's a Robin for that with the uh, <laughs> MVP. I see trees of green. Roses and about you, well, I give the MVP to the wonderful Dodgers. Uh, let's see if Pat McAfee knows the answer, because I'm going to say the guy was absolutely hammered. Here's McAfee talking about Justin Turner and the uh, obvious uh, COVID situation with him. And then, of course, let's get into Rob Manford. Justin Turner last night, who played in eight innings in the game. Him coming back out there, though, they're like, he's going to kill the entire Dodgers. What if he does, though? Like, what if what if those people that are saying that are actually right? That would be wild. That would be crazy. Yeah. Rob Manford's going to have to answer some questions, but he'll do it in a fashion where he sounds jammed drunk. <laughs> Could you also imagine Rob Manford gives a speech afterwards sounding like this. That's pretty good. That was good. And when I listened to it for the first time, I thought, all right, this good. dude's hammered, oh, which yeah. I think is what everybody thought. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which I think is a thought that would make a lot of sense for a lot of the decisions that Manfred has made in the past. Yes. Calling the World Series trophy a piece of metal, one of them. Obviously, hearing about everything that happened with Houston and all that shit, like Rob Manfred, the way he has answered it, and then the handling of the negotiation for the uh, baseball season to continue, it just felt like every time he spoke, he said something dumber and dumber. So him being drunk would make a lot of sense. I don't think it's that, though. So whenever you have a microphone and you speak in one of those stadiums, there's an echo and a delay. Oh. So if you catch yourself trying to no. listen to yourself, which is very normal, by the way, whenever you speak, you try to hear yourself. Oh, you can't you're ruining you're it. The microphone's pretty loud. Right. can potentially right. slow right. down the right. way they right. talk to right. kind of listen right. and catch up to what they're hearing. Obviously, you would hope that a commissioner would know that. He did not. That's why Manfred, potentially worst commissioner in the history of baseball. But they got a season done. World yeah. Series champs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why did Pat do that? What, use logic? Yeah, I don't want to know about a reverb and an audio thing. It's fun to think Manfred was drunk, and if you watch the video, Manfred's full of smiles. I think I've, yeah. I've had a few today. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, all right? but, but you all right, Pat? That was not just a delay. He's, like, sounding out words. Cool. As, 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 as I heard you say during uh, Morning Men, when you're really hammered, and you think you're speaking clearly, but you're talking really slow <laughs> and trying to you're over enunciating <laughs> words. Like if you really want to hear that, it. go back to the first few episodes of uh, Morning After and you might hear me like that. Yeah. So it's that <laughs> moment where you're speaking really <laughs> slow. We had Eddie on the show and Eddie's good friend, Jim Beam. I was on the How show. How fun <laughs> if we um. just kept. This going more <laughs> No, but you know when you are drunk, you always think, and when you're not totally bombed, right? You're just you're just there, right? You're having this great time. You always think I could talk regular. And oh, absolutely. You, oh, you said I'm slurring my words. No, I'm not. But in reality, you know what's happening. You're just trying. You're slowing everything down so you slowing can try down. to get all the words out. But in reality, <laughs> you just sharded in your pants and you have. Have to change. That's a true story. That was too real. <laughs> that was too real. All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After. Mad Dog's going to talk about the ratings. We're going to talk about tacos, and I'm going to tell you how I don't know how to score. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After. 
everyone. This is Nicole Auerbach, and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. The best meets the worst. The best stories from the week recapped by the worst host on the channel. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yes, and welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio as we recap the week that was on Channel 82 with Eddie Edwards. Eddie, Eddie. (laughs) Sorry, Rob Manfred was over during the break. Sorry about that, man. I had a cocktail. We got Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. For now, Alex Hardy joining (laughs) us from over the pond, speaking the good old English. And then there's Jared Moore sitting in front of... A wall of video games. I yeah, would invite I some new ones. I would tell you that you should take those all down before you invite any girls over, but that's not happening. Uh, yeah, like I'm not having any girls because of COVID. And yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, that's it. use that as an excuse right now. We'll do. All right. How about Mad Dog Chris Russo? You know he loves to talk about the, the ratings, the ratings, the ratings, the ratings, the ratings. He talked about the ratings of his beloved sport baseball, which have been in the toilet this week on Mad Dog Unleashed. Listen to this. Number one, the ratings this weekend, and this is significant, have been horrendous. Friday night there was nothing on TV unless you want to watch some, you know, college football game from some godforsaken conference in a godforsaken college on ESPNU. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing. Nothing to watch on Friday night. I was sitting there listening to Springsteen's new album and watching old bird clips well, from 1965. Sounds horrible. So, I mean, Show I prep. You, that is the <laughs> lowest rated World Series game in the history of uh, the World history Series. History. So that's going back to 1901. Now, you want to take it back to 1950 with television? Go right ahead. There was not a more Wait, least what? watched uh, television or uh, World least. Series. Now, listen, from a million's perspective, listen. there were probably uh, more least watched more events. Least. Uh, but as far as share is concerned, <laughs> Concern. That Friday night game was a disaster uh, for baseball ratings-wise, uh, and they have no excuse on the calendar. You know, uh, this is when they do play their World Series. Friday night was was uh, uh, was alarming if you're uh, uh, upstairs uh, running the sport. Why and then Saturday with a riveting not? game where Tampa beat the Dodgers eight to seven and had that crazy ninth inning where they scored two runs on the blue pit by who? What? Brett Phillips who? on what? the two errors that the Dodgers made in that. I- play, which allowed uh, Aruzioni to Aruz- fall down and still Aruzioni. score. Uh, that World Series game Aruzioni. had 6.6 million people watching. That's almost a point. Olympic hero Aruzioni. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! And yeah, I would too. Think about this guy's career. In 1980s on USA Hockey, as a young kid beating the Russians, the world was all wrapped up. You talk about a miracle. He changed careers, <laughs> went to baseball, got through the minor later. leagues, 40, and now is a rookie at the age of 65. You know, he's dominant. With the Tampa. That is a miracle. So Al Michaels was right. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. And that's the least uh, favorite, most important, least thing of the ratings with the least impressive uh, stat. Yeah, I, I was I was not surprised the least most compelling storyline <laughs> from the World Series would be the ratings. <laughs> the least, the least most, most watched. watched. Well, since what year now, Eddie? Since 1901? 1901. All right, wait, wait a second. <laughs> they didn't even have TV. What were they rating? I think the first World Series was 1903, so he predated it by two years. All right. And, the, and TVs didn't come out till around 27, so there's that. Okay, so let me get this. 
this straight. 1927, <laughs> the first television. So when is radio? 1915, 1920, something was, like that? It's got to be in there somewhere. Yeah. What was he rating? Where were the ratings in 1901? Nielsen well, was would, running around rating Niel- uh, Mr. Nielsen would drive around on one of those bikes with a giant wheel going from house to house. Schwinn, right? Survey. Schwinn. Did he go to Edgar College? Schwinn. The first edition Schwinn with that one giant wheel in the front that you need a ladder to climb up on. Right. You know, you, you go door to door and survey people. Did you watch the World Series? <laughs> Are you planning on watching the World Series? <laughs> Did you watch World Series? What World Series? What is it? It's not what happening. It? What, what's the World Series? <laughs> Uh, nobody's watching because there's not TV, you idiot. Like, how do we watch? We weren't there. I tell you, it's ridiculous. The, the ratings are horrible. Ratings for what? He is obsessed with ratings, and I don't know why he cares so much if other people are watching baseball. Well, that's uh, the thing. But, Jared, you're a big hockey guy. You okay. hockey guys, it's I think, are at the point where you finally accepted the fact that nobody cares about your sport. And Mad Dog Chris Russo and the rest of the baseball fans, the old man on my lawn, they all need to become like the hockey fan and accept the fact that nobody watches and sometimes nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. cares. Nobody, cares. nobody cares. Nobody cares. No, you care about football. Like, a story this week that really took off was Mike Nolan getting hot sauce in his eye mm. during the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The defensive coordinator for the Cowboys had the big press conference. We discussed the big story of the week on Morning Men with Evan and Babs. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. Babs, what was he eating? I think he had, like, the quick appetizers Taquitos type things. Taquitos? Taquitos. Eating Mike Nolan had the frozen <laughs> taquitos. That's what I'm recording. Taquitos, taquitos oh, before taquitos. the press conference yesterday. Oh. And that's yeah, what he I put think- Tabasco sauce on? Yeah, I think this was fun little happy hour appetizer deal before dinner. And maybe they leave it out there, the little wieners, taquitos. And then, yeah, you have a little hot sauce, of course, because, you know, that's what you got to do. He took a nap in and thought he got all the sauces (laughs) out, but he didn't. He never washed, obviously. If you're washing So he never washed his hands, so he just did the wipe, not the wash. Yeah, he did a wipe. Next thing you know, you got hot sauce in your eye. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. I mean, there was a time where I had a uh, Mexican meal butt-ass naked and got a little hot sauce on my area. I mean, it does happen. It does happen. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens. I had wings a, a few no, days no, ago. No, 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 no. You can't just walk past that. You were naked eating Mexican food and got Tabasco sauce on your pee-pee? I've been wearing a robe for six months. I hate that I, word, I, I don't pee-pee. wear anything Please else. I just wear that. the robe, especially in the summer. And so, yeah, there was an afternoon where I had quesadillas and put in the sauce and hot sauce and an entire glob of salsa, too. And hot sauce fell basically right on my wiener. And so uh, it, oh, <laughs> it, it, it happens. Now, I didn't wipe that off with a mask. It happens, though. And if you're sitting there, like in quarantine, where I'm walking around half naked all day, of course it's going to happen. <laughs> Mike, we, we pretend to be your friends here on Morning After, so you can be honest with us. Did you put your junk in a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a little wang with a side of guac? It was your like, American Pie moment. Quarantine has changed everything. Every, I think anything and everything has become acceptable. And, yeah. If you want to, no, you know, but that's di- all right. Go ahead. Well, if you want to dip in, and I'm doing the air quotes, a little taquito in some salsa, why not? Sure. <laughs> what does it matter? I have the little quesadillas from like you know Friendlies or uh, you know Fridays. They're the tiny little you know triangular square. Well, how are you a triangle? <laughs> <laughs> Running out of shapes there, Babs. It's a hybrid. <laughs> oh, the rectangle. 
<laughs> the hybrid. I'll tell you, I have been in a painful situation before down in that area. This one time at band camp, as young men, we were all experiencing a new growth. I was told by everybody in my little uh, cabin there that if I'm going to go to Hand Central Station, I should use lotion, but specifically Ben Gay lotion. That's right. Stuff for the back. <laughs> that, did, that did not happen. I, that I did, swear that on my did life. That did not happen. You know, I'll call my cousin right now. No, Jared, no. get my cousin Josh on. They <laughs> tricked me. I used it. It started to burn. I had to run to the showers. That was another <sighs> cabin in the woods with the showers. When I got there, they took all my clothes. They were watching me, and I had to walk back naked. This yeah, was a coordinated effort. That is the most right. summer camp story I've ever heard. That is 100% <laughs> true. I told you. At, at first, it was a cooling sensation, but then it was a hot sensation. So that's cool, a problem. Cool. Hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot. I know. Jared Moore, you're the guy to go to on the Mexican food. Have you got oh, in course, hot sauce yeah. in your eye? No. I mean, the closest you could say to like a weird compromised position is I once drank uh, on a bet one of those like ramekins, little cups you get in the restaurant with a sauce. I once drank one of those on a bet. Oh. And it was uh, very unpleasant. Right. The only lie there is the bet part. You just drank no, it. No, 100%. $50 bet. <laughs> The no only way. other part, the only lie was that somebody else was there. You did this by yourself. No, no, no. Look, look, look I, I, wor I worked in the restaurant industry before I got into the radio. To recap, Jared alone, not at a restaurant, at home, drinking hot sauce out of a ramekin. Ramekin, I believe, because that's a big word. So ramekin, I believe. Now, the Cowboys are a wreck, and I think Patrick Mawa and the rap weeknights, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern time, figured out why. The Cowboys have been a basic franchise for 25 years. So what's the mm. problem? My answer would be it's not necessarily Jason Garrett or Dave Campo or Chan Gailey or Mike McCarthy. Wade Phillips. It's above that. Mm. It's the ownership. So I, for fun, said, let's go ahead and check out the Cowboys front office on their website. And see, here's what I saw. Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, Charlotte Jones, and Jerry Jones Jr., those are the people making all of the football decisions. So they just happen to have the same name? Jerry, dad. <laughs> Steven, wow, what a coincidence. Son, oh, Charlotte, wait. daughter. Oh, they're related. Jerry Jones oh. Jr., very much Thank you son. for spelling that out, Pat. Jerry, we actually having didn't need interviewed yeah. thousands of people to be the director of player <laughs> I mean, personnel and the chief operating officer, legitimately said, you know, I think it's weird, but Steven, my son, is the most qualified. I'm going to hire him. Well, you know, the damnedest thing, I interviewed a million <laughs> brand officers, and Charlotte was the most qualified, and she happens to be my daughter. Hmm. Well, dagnammit, hmm. it's crazy, and I know wow. you're not going to believe this, but I was interviewing all these people, hmm. and then Jerry Jones Jr., <laughs> my son, came in, and he happened to be the best what are the chief chances? sales and marketing really? officer candidate. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. You may want to hire somebody that's not your family to go ahead and run <laughs> the $5 billion organization called the Cowboys. Good stuff from Patrick Mulan, the rap weeknight, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern time. As Doggy always says, get yourself organized. How's the family? You know I love you. That's him basically saying, get lost. There was some nepotism talk, too, this week with uh, Paul Silas's son, Stephen Silas, getting that new job for the Houston Rockets. And we had a conversation about family business on Morning Man with Devin and Babs. I wish that nepotism would work in law. I wish. Like, I always <laughs> wanted to take over the family business. My dad's like, no, idiot. You got to go to school for what I do. I'm like, oh, God, great. The Colin Farrell character in, what was that movie? Horrible, Horrible Bosses? bosses. Yeah. That is like my all-time watching movie. Like, that's what I want to be. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's the worst. I just want to 
Oh, you want to be Colin yeah, Farrell I for watched, horrible Well, I watched that movie. I was like, oh, my God, look at that. He never worked a day in his life. He's taking over his father's business. He treats everybody like crap. Oh, my God. Where do I sign up? Tom oh, Brand, actually, God. Yeah. Oh, that's it right there. That's the guy I wanted to be. And I say that all the time to my dad. Just let me take over. Who cares at this point? Who's going to check that I didn't go to law school? My name's on the damn door. I want to run the firm. Who's Just let me. check that I didn't go to law school? Oh, Who's my gonna God. Check? I got an ID. It says Babchick, and it says Babchick on the door. He's got a big plate out there. Babchick. Let's go to uh, JT the Brick, or his <laughs> dog, Mad Dog Chris Russo, calls him. Caught JT Brick last night and said it. <laughs> JT Brick. Wait, I'm convinced the dog actually thinks that his last name is Brick. Oh, this is Mr. Brick? Definitely. And that's Mrs. Definitely. Brick. All right, let's hear from a JT the Brick. We talked about the Cowboys, Mike Dolan, and more on Tacos with a very special caller. Listen to this. The Cowboys are awful. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how bad they are right now. And I also can't believe that Babchuk is going to go to uh, Taco Bell on the 28th <laughs> and uh, get his free I knew there tacos was a reason we were playing this. So Babs, Babs won't do burritos. Babs will go in and go full taco. Why wouldn't Babs? Full tacos. He does full tacos. He drives his family there, like the kids. They drive through the drive-thru. It's awful. So why wouldn't he throw in a burrito supreme? I mean, they they make brilliant (laughs) chicken quesadillas, burrito supremes, and it's all all Babs just doing tacos. Yeah, I know. It's bad wow. check. He's, uh, he's cheap. He's gross. It's the whole thing. Oh, I don't oh, think it's yeah. gross. I mean, if he doesn't like to I spend a ton of money on Mexican food. When Babs comes out to my house, because he loves when I do the backyard oh. brick, I'm going to have Babs in the oh, backyard. I'm going to pour him the greatest of wine or part of that. bourbon, wine. whatever he wants. We're going to oh, cook out on the grill. Wine. We're going to have everything he wants. Oh, I'm gonna have Babs just wants tacos from Taco Bell. One of my sons will go get him for Babs. We have a, a great place out here called amazing. Roberto's. Very cheap. Roberto's. <laughs> Very cheap. My sons bring me home a carne asada burrito. Oh, oh I'd I love, love one says right that. now. I love how I grew up in are. New York, and there was no such thing burrito. as Mexican food. I went to college in upstate New York. No such thing. It was chicken wings, chicken wings, chicken wings, subs, unbelievable sandwiches, chicken wings, chicken pizza. Wings, chicken wings. And then all that of a sudden, I moved That is true. Out I know west. where he went. Mexican food. And I said, this is incredible. <laughs> carne asada burrito. With extra guac and then a chicken quesadilla. <laughs> extra, extra Throw guac. that in and tacos and rolled tacos. Changed my life. Uh, from that, all I want now is a chicken wing, chicken wing, chicken wing sub. Yes. Give it to me with lettuce, tomato, and blue cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Three chicken wings on a hero. Babs, I had Mexican food last weekend. Worst acid reflux I've ever had. So bad, it came out my nose while I was sleeping. Oh! Yeah! Oh! Yes! Oh! Yes! Yes! That was awesome. (laughs) Thank you, Pat McAfee and crew. Yes, Jared. How many Taco Bells did you go to to get the free taco the other day? Well, this year they figured it out. They figured it out. They put it on an app. You couldn't get the free taco unless you went on the app. You had to log in with an email. I can only think of two emails. I only went to two of them. They're finally onto your scam. They're finally hot to me. I used to drive around. But why would I ever get a burrito from Taco Bell? You only get a taco. And that's what you do. Not a carne asada burrito. I want one right now, <laughs> JT. The brink of just running out of the uh, studio there to get some tacos. Yeah, is the right biggest flex on earth telling everybody how rich you are saying you get extra guacamole on your burrito? I can't afford that. I don't know about <laughs> the rest of you burrito. A $2 <laughs> burrito and $3 for extra guac. No way. I would never get a side of guac. <laughs> ever. Never. Ever. If, if it comes with guac, regular price, fine. But like Chipotle, I have never, not one time in my life said, all right, throw the guac on. They try to get you every time. We need the backyard brick. Oh, we're going to do that, but it's going to be beer. I love JT. But when you think Babs, you don't go first with wine. 
Now maybe bourbon and then beer. Beer number one. What a poor read on, on his guess. <laughs> Did he what not listen to the read. the caller just had a whole big thing about I'm going full taco at Taco Bell. And he leads with wine. More wine with your crunch wrap supreme. The Merlot would go great with my chalupa. I mean, more wine. Now what goes good with the Gortita Crunch there, uh, JT? That would be the 2017 Zinfandel. That's a great pairing, Alex. Thank you. I got to try that. You're pairing. welcome. The spice from the fire sauce just really opens that palate, and it's a great mouthfeel. <laughs> it's a great mouthfeel. <laughs> All right, that got, that's a little too real. Mouthfeel sounds Hardy. creepy coming out of Hardy. It just sounds a little weird. Hardy is the guy who's got someone in his Tannen? basement, right? Rubs the lotion on its skin. I think it's Hardy. Jared, it seems like a lot of work. Digging a hole in Way the basement, the whole thing. I don't yeah. like physical labor. Yeah, Hardy could get, like, he's, he's got like an American psycho feel. Now, taco or burrito? From Taco Bell, taco. It's in the Eddie, taco. Eddie, what do you say? I don't go to Taco Bell. Oh, that, my that, gosh. That's a character flaw. <laughs> But, tell but tell acid, us about the acid reflux again. You haven't lived until you've gone to Taco Bell and spent more than 20 bucks on no, yourself. That's where you Not die, possible. Jared. That's where you right, die. What, yeah, yeah, you don't you live there, living. Jared. You actually Not will possible. stop living at that Taco Bell. It's going to happen, I think, to you. Uh, what a ride it was. <laughs> what a ride it was, indeed. Now, Jared's big fantasy in life is for someone to actually give him a $20 gift card to Taco Bell. But fantasy football came up this week on Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchick. Weekdays, 69, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. And you guys got to hear this clip. It's great when I checked my fantasy stuff and I was up by uh, 50 points and then I, I somehow lost by five after Sunday Night Football. I'm like, well, 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 how did that happen? Oh, yeah. Lockett scored 50 Tyler Lockett! Points. No wide receiver should ever have that much. That's insanity. Walk me through how you get to 55 points. So it's PPR point per reception. So that's 15 right there. Wow. How many Stop throwing around really? fantasy jargon. You do a lot, and then you <laughs> get to the 50 So you're in a fantasy league, and you don't know the don't rules? Know. Oh, yeah. I don't know the settings. I bet you everybody's like that in fantasy. Nobody checks the settings except I, for the commissioner and the Scott Mercedes. Uh, you're saying rules? or What does settings mean versus rules? What are you talking <laughs> about? That's how you set up your scoring. You go <laughs> into the God. settings area, yeah, and you set rules. it up. Right, but you're telling me that people... Which are the rules? Wait a second. You're telling me that most people don't... Don't know the rules of their fantasy league. Mike Babchick does not know the rules of his fantasy league, and you're telling me that's normal. Yeah, no chance. I'm telling you, I know quarterbacks throw touchdowns. Touchdowns are good. Let's play them. That's it. Checks Let me out. break it down. When you catch the ball, good thing. When you run, great. When I go into a draft, I look to see how many positions. As I'm drafting, not before, as I'm drafting, go. Oh, that's right. This is the league that has two quarterbacks, so I draft the quarterback. But to actually sit there and know the points, that's the fantasy dork, and you don't need to. <laughs> And I don't. <laughs> and I never will. Every time I think I love your takes more, I get something like this because I thought I was the only person who did not care, did not pay attention to any of that stuff. The drafts are the drafts. <laughs> you take the best yeah. players available at every position. I have no idea if I'm in a points per I have no idea what <laughs> any of our leagues do. I'm in three Me different too. fantasy leagues. I couldn't tell you one thing about them. Touchdown good, not touchdown bad. That's what I know. <laughs> Catch good, drop bad. Catch good, drop bad. Alex Hardy, I have a feeling, does know. I'm a commissioner for three different fantasy football oh, leagues. No. Of course you are. We Lose got a commission on our hands, Hold on. folks. Let me put the clock Everybody on. back it up. <laughs> well, Ty Tyler Lockett is public enemy number one for me because I lost to the guy that started two Dallas wide receivers. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't be the annoying fantasy okay, guy to okay, actually okay, go through all the you. stats yeah, 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 of yeah. the opposing right, player, yep. man. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. do that. Here, here's my full roster. Alex Hardy's turned into the annoying fantasy guy, and of course he's a commish. <laughs> and he probably like says no to all the trades. This one's not fair, folks. You're you're like David Stern with the Chris Paul deal. I know you vetoed a deal. A lot more to get to Mike Patrick's morning.
corner you have to right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio is we're going to talk about sneezing, Springsteen, <laughs> and stupidity. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. <laughs> Hey, everybody, this is Fran Fraschella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovic fires it in to Mickey, and somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Time to hear the best audio of the week, according to Babchick. If Babs isn't in it, I'll be shocked because, (laughs) you know, Babs picked it. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yes, and welcome back to my Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. (laughs) With America's biggest morning after regret. That's me. (laughs) Then you got Eddie Erickson. I don't think he has any regrets except for taking the job with uh, Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog Unleashed. That's the only regret I think you have. Every day. Every day. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Hardy, the uh, producer of Nightcap, live from London, England. And then there's Jared Moore, the producer. Uh, yes. Morning what? after. Yeah, which is I was not a morning something... regret once in like 04. That was great. Oh, God. That, wow. I actually want to hear more about that. No, no, you um, no, no, no. We're good. Well, I didn't see, see more of that. I said hear more of that. I wouldn't want to see that. Hear. Hear more of that. I wonder where that girl is now. Probably therapy is where she obviously is after, <laughs> after a night with you. Uh, after a night with you. All right, now let's listen to what the voice guy said as, yeah, let's hear another clip from Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchek as a big story this week was the big hit on Andy Dalton, obviously concussed for the Dallas Cowboys. John Bostick had the big dirty hit, or was it a dirty hit? Let's hear. I don't believe for one second John Bostick, a veteran player who's been on a bunch of teams and everybody says he's a good guy, I don't believe for one second he tried to, like, knock Andy Dalton head off. Yeah, I thought it was a dirty hit. It didn't seem like the Cowboys players really cared. Like, why aren't they getting Andy Dalton well, back? that's the theme. That's what the, the hell theme. are you doing? Wake that's, up a that, little in, bit. In, a, a in a way, the aftermath may have been the best thing that happened for Mike McCarthy. That's the ultimate, don't you dare put this on the coaching anymore. You guys are going to complain about me. You guys complain about Garrett. It's on you guys. This is your quarterback, and he gets his head knocked off, and you're just like, all right, check him down. football. And the crazy win against Penn State. Mm. And uh, game four, better than game five of the World Series. That crazy double ending. Double error to end the game. That's right. Uh, game five last night, Dodgers get the win. I mean, that's what you felt like in a hypothetical. Like that, like, you just didn't, uh, it's like, whatever. You felt like Tory. Like, whatever. give me a break. And if it's a dirty play on your quarterback, your quarterback, attack, wake up, scream, yell, push, fight. And they didn't do that. We always hear, like, in these sports, like, oh, the brotherhood amongst the players. Like, what, what brotherhood is there? Uh, what is this? Wasn't for Andy Aaron Dalton. and Jordan Rodgers? That's the brotherhood, it feels like. You don't give a crap. <laughs> yeah, there's no gifts exchanged. There are no conversations on the phone. There's nothing this, going they, on. They're the Rodgers brothers. They don't the know what you're talking about. That's the oh brotherhood they have. You want to know when you're lying there, concussed, that your team had your back, the team did not have Andy Dalton's back. It's like, man, whatever. What are you guys doing? Triple what are you doing? Mad Dogs. <laughs> Goddamn right it is, baby. <laughs> I mean, what? That's it. Uh, season's Jeez. over. Uh, uh, but do you think they'll play on Sunday? Uh, that's the question. <laughs> New COVID testing out there. We start there. I mean, wake up! Get me what? something! I mean, what the hell is going on? I couldn't believe that. Oh, this poor guy, Andy Dalton, is lying there. And, oh, yeah, Triple A Mad Dog 6. <laughs> no! Fight! Fight! Come on! <laughs> 
that was a good clip there. <laughs> I heard I heard your dopey little show there this week, uh, Michael. And uh, what was so funny? I mean, like, what, what's funny about that? So, so now I'm a Dallas Cowboy that doesn't care about Andy Dalton. I, I could see why they didn't make that reaction. Then again, I understand people saying they should have reacted to that. Triple A Mad Dog Six. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Tori, he's the best, man. That's great. I see Eddie's looking at his phone here on Zoom. Get off the porn sites, Eddie. What are we doing over there? What are you into anyway right now? I'm locked in on the Family Therapy series right now, so I don't know anything else that's going on. <laughs> family Therapy. Oh, yeah, check it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're off the stepbrother, stepsister, I see. Okay, well, you know, it's tough to keep up with you. I, I, nope, I just go Family Therapy. I don't want to okay. get into the specifics. <laughs> 1980s uh, porn. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, now, dog and uh, Tori. There was Tori there, right? We were having some fun with Tori. Well, Mad Dog Chris Russo and Mad Dog Unleashed had a fascinating conversation with one Steve Tory about Bruce Springsteen, a conversation we reacted to on Morning Man with Evan and Babs, weekday 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Did you hear any of Bruce today, the new album? I did not, no. Ray, got big review. I'm surprised. You, you're, not a, you're not as big a Bruce fan as you used to be. I, I thought you'd be on that. I mean, I, you know, when I have some leisure time, maybe I'll listen to it. It's not exactly uh, kicking up with my feet up here all day. Yeah, know, it's four and a half minutes. A couple songs are four and a half minutes. Yeah, so in my see. quiet time later, I'll uh, make sure to do that. How was it? Were you, were you satisfied with it? I haven't heard either. Uh, I've only heard a couple songs. <laughs> well, what, what are you getting uh, on I, me for if you haven't heard? Because I've been working all day, Steve. Oh, I, 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 oh that's, that's correct. I, you know what? I should have realized that. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing! That's, a, that's, that's an old timer right there. That oh, is amazing! It's incredible. I did not see that coming. I got to be honest with you. Wow, <laughs> that's great. Uh, Tiva, what are you doing? It's only four and a half minutes of song. How do you not listen to all things crazy? Babs, Babs, so, you, you're telling me you didn't watch all of Seattle, Arizona last night? You didn't watch it? Uh, no, I, I didn't. I didn't see it. No, I. I just How do you not watch time. all of it? What are you well, doing? I'm not putting my feet up there. Well, well, you you tell me. How was it? No, I didn't see it. <laughs> God, that was great. You know, let's say you just don't like Bruce Springsteen. Are you allowed to say that? Or are we all like, oh, yeah, Bruce is great just because it's Mad Dog Radio and Dog Loves Bruce. Have you seen this new Borat film? I mean, you guys aren't doing anything with your days. You've probably been just sitting around uh, kicking your feet up there. So I would assume you guys have watched that yet. No, no I haven't yet. had a chance. Uh, not even seen what? It yet. You didn't see that yet? What are you guys doing? What did you, What'd you like Babs? about it? What was so great about it? I didn't see it, so I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. You would have thought Tori, just to avoid being abused more by Chris, would have just said, yeah, it's great. It's great. I really like it. That's all. He's not going to get too deep on it. Eddie's right. Steve. Do you know how many times I lie to this guy daily? Hey, what'd you think of that song? Oh, I love that's good. It's good. Good song. Good song. I walked into his house. <laughs> he wants to show me videos from the 60s of the birds. I sat there and I act engaged. I hate it. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. No, it's it's I, the second time you brought up the birds. I thought the first time you were talking about Larry Bird. Oh, He's what? making me watch old videos of the birds wow, from, I, from 1965. I thought he was watching <laughs> clips of Larry Bird, too. I got to be honest. I, when okay. I heard that clip, I thought he meant, I got nothing going on on a Friday night. I want your clip of birds. I thought he meant Larry oh. Bird's clip. I really did. Yeah, the really, birds. Oh, the okay. birds. Oh, it's great, dog. It's great. In reality, it sucks. Tori, play the game a little bit. So next time he goes, when was the last time you went golfing? Actually, on Monday. I went golfing and I shot a 69. That's exactly right. Nice. nice. But he won't. And Mandel got into some NFL, too, this week, you know, talking about a little Monday Night Football action with the Bears and the Rams and went to the phones with Jai in Baltimore. Jared Goff and Nick Foles with all Nick Foles did beating Brady a few years ago. They are not yeah, going to draw eyeballs to the sets as you Well, they put, the, they put a <laughs> good call, Jai, and they put those games on. L.A., you know, L.A. I love Jai. 
<laughs> Excuse me, Bless LA's you. LA and Chicago. Bless Excuse you. Again, wow. That's the okay. That, that's a good right. TV market game. The Rams are like the third team, and there's so many other things to do. You know, like. True, but the Bears are the Bears. Oh, that was a fake sneeze, that last one. Oh, there it goes. The Bears the Bears. You know, wait a minute. The third sneeze was a phantom sneeze. The yeah, third sneeze, sneeze was not a real yeah. sneeze. It was yeah. one real sneeze, the Bears are the Bears. Then another real sneeze, LA's LA. And then a ha-choo, and then the Bears are the Bears again, and a real sneeze. Why is he fake sneezing? Right. False start on the sneeze. Ha-choo. And Chicago and Chicago, <laughs> and the Bears are the Bears, and LA is LA. Bless you. Um, now here's Steve Torrey on Mad Dog Daily with his best point of the week. I just got a text from my kid telling me dinner's ready. Well, what do you want me to do? I, I just got, I'm on the air for 15 more minutes. Don't they know my schedule by now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, when Steve Torrey Tor gets a text, Mad Dog Daily, at any time, dinner's ready, he just leave. Leave. Let just somebody drop play, everything. play commercials. I don't know what you got to do. Just you leave. Dinner's ready. He's got to get ready for dinner. I think I'm done. Dinner's I think I'm done. Table. Are we done? Are we finished? You know, we're not <laughs> done yet. Uh, we're not done yet because uh, we got ourselves our best <laughs> moment of the week, which is the dog mess of the week. And this week, it's not from Mad Dog. It's not from Steve Torrey. But it happened on Morning Men with Evan Cohen and Mike oh, Babchek. This is different. Cowboy Foul in Jersey. What's up, Cowboy Foul? Hey, Mike. Hold on. I got a text last night that said, I just saw your father on my TV screen. <laughs> what? Yeah, I just saw Jack Babchick on my Echo Show screen. He just jumped right in. He said a few words. He mumbled some things. I saw his arm. Seemed like he was agitated. Looked at us. We looked at him. And then he left. What are you talking about? Are you feeling okay? My father jumped in your living room. Now, you're from New Jersey. My father should not be in your living room. He's in New York. Rich called me and said when he was setting up his Echo Show, which is like a TV screen, it's like a monitor that's attached okay. to the Echo. For whatever reason, Rich, during this tailgate a while back, said, hey, I'm going to give you access to my Echoes. And he put my phone number in. So my phone number, because my dad gave my son an Echo, is listed, I guess, on my dad's Echo stuff. My dad, who's wearing the shirt, and by the way, tidy whities Somehow, someway, saw Rich's name on his Echo show. Didn't understand what it was. He clicked it. Boom. Tidy Whitey's. My father, Jack Babchick, 70, losing it inside Rich O'Fowl's living room. Interrupted Rich's television show. There's Jack Babchick. What were you watching, Cowboy Fowl? Whatever it is. There's Jack. Oh, huh? what? Huh? How am I here? Why am I in your house? What am I doing here? How did I get here? What is happening? Rich was like, what are you, Jack Babchick? What? That happened. I had to call my dad. I was like, Dad, what are you? Are you okay? You realize you just jumped in someone's house? He's like, whose house? I'm in that. I'm Yukon Al's house? house. Like, no, it's actually somebody else. You jumped in Rich's house. How did I do that? I don't know, Dad. Stop clicking things. I was watching the football game. My girlfriend, her son, and her son's friend were carving a pumpkin in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, there's Jack Babchek's arm and it's Jack Babchek. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, how do I get rid of it? I'm like, I don't know. He goes, well, let me click it again. I'm like, don't click it again. He's watching a football game. They're carving a pumpkin. Just don't touch this thing. An hour later, my wife, she comes running downstairs and she goes, I think I just heard your father. He called? She's like, no, I was watching Netflix and all of a sudden here, alert, alert. Test one, two, three. Alert. alert. This is Jack Babchick. Alert. One, two, three. To call my dad again. Dad, stop playing with the Echo Show. There you have it, Dan. Courtesy of Mortimer of uh, the Jack Babchick. I expect all of you to give him access to all your devices and let him enter your living room, okay? Each and every one of you. Jack Babchick's going to make a visit.
You got it? Good. Well, you're right. That was the mess of the week. <laughs> you said it all. Even Steve Torrey loved that one. Right, Steve? This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. <laughs> oh. It'll never not be funny. Oh, that was good. Even Pat McAfee's crew thinks that's funny. Oh! Yeah! Oh! That was awesome for Eddie Erickson, (laughs) Alex Hardy, Jared Moore. You can find them all, I don't know, somewhere on Twitter or something. And at Babchick, and by the way, if you want to, you know, if you hear something during the week that you want to hear again on Morning After, just tweet at Babchick yet again. Happens all the time. The only person to ever do that was out of co-radio, and we thank him for it. Uh, Until (laughs) next week, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time, if there is next time.